guys can go back to your nine to five working class hero molds. I've had enough of this garbage. New Taylor and Associates presents the World View of Wrestling. This Saturday is the 15th anniversary show of All-Star Wrestling at the Madison Civic Center in Boone County. We will run down the entire card for the event tonight and what can be expected. And we will be speaking to the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, on tonight's show. Meet him this weekend, but hear what he has to say now. Just about every wrestling champion in the world is a heel. And WrestleMania Whiplash is coming around in two weeks. No guts, no glory. This Wednesday on AE, almost said AE, AEW Dynamite. This and more on tonight's show. I'm Aaron Stone. I'm Nathan Bush. And this is the World View of Wrestling brought to you by New Taylor and Associates. That's WVOW on WVOW Logan. Personal injury, workplace accidents, wrongful death. You're why they do what they do. Job discrimination, defective products, unfair practices. You're why they do what they do. The world is full of people that won't give you a second thought. New Taylor and Associates do what they do because of you. Arrange an initial consultation today. Contact New Law and Associates 304-362-7345. NewTaylorLaw.com It's Welcome back. It's the Worldview of Wrestling. We have a jam-packed show, WVOW on WVOW Logan, brought to you by New Taylor and Associates. Great show lined up, and we're going to dive into what's going on out in the world of wrestling right now. Mr. Stone? <laughs> All kinds of stuff going on, Mr. Bush. Always a big, big uh, month in wrestling. Of course, coming up this, this weekend, this Saturday, the yeah. 15th anniversary of ASW, with Jimmy Hart, who's going to be on the show a little later yeah. on. Yeah, Jimmy will be with us. In our feature presentation uh, segment of the evening. And then we'll also have uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat coming all the way to Boone County this Saturday. Yeah, yeah Jimmy and, and Ricky will be there, plus seven big matches, Inclu- Battle Royal. Yeah. There's going to be uh, all kinds of stuff going on this weekend. And let's go ahead and start right now, though. Let's look at what's going on in the major world of pro wrestling well kenny omega is now the aew the triple a and the impact champions i mean that he's one person and he's that, got all those that and two dollars will get you a coke well now now wait a minute now wait a minute let's not be selling this short now because he has the aew which is the second yeah title i mean the, in, AEW, in the, US, the, the, the aew title is a big deal to me triple a and impact i AAA mean AAA is a big deal in mexico somewhat but impact just so many years ago it was the number two title in america i think what we need to look at with this is kenny omega is actually bringing something back to these titles maybe maybe i mean if he loses them sometime soon probably not i think he's gonna have them for a while my question is and now this is nothing against these companies but it makes me wonder how well does your company look that you got a guy coming in from another company and takes your title. Oh, they don't care. Why would they care? 
Exactly. If they, they don't, no, they don't care. They want Kenny Omega to have that belt. They want him to have him on cable television every week carrying their belt and saying, "I'm the Impact Champion." Because they're not a big enough deal. The Impact. Not now, no. I mean, they've fallen from grace well, that's numerous what I mean. times. But that's I mean, why this is Kenny their Omega, way up. Well, to, to me, that's why Omega winning their title, it's not that big of a deal. You don't think it's a big deal? Not really, no. You don't think three cross-promotion championship wins for one guy? If they were on major network television, had, I mean, drew yeah. major houses, had pay-per-views that, that well, sold, that you could houses. find, that well, you could find, pay-per-views you could find, Impact... And I, I like a lot of the guys from Impact. I'm not trying to knock the guys. They're working hard. They're getting paid. Good for them. But it seems like Don Callis, who's one of the higher-ups in Impact, is more concerned mm. about what's going on with Kenny Omega than anything that's going on in Impact Wrestling. I just think you're I think you're missing the forest for the trees. May, maybe I am. I mean, I mean this I, is just my opinion. It's just like Kenny it's Omega. It's not a big the, deal that, that the Impact <clears throat> champion, that there's a new Impact champion. The big deal is that Kenny Omega is the Impact champion. I mean, he's not even an Impact. He's given them coverage. He's given them exposure well, that they haven't had in years. Well, good and good for them for that. The only problem is when Omega loses it, and he will, will that coverage continue? That's the issue. Well, I mean, I mean, you, you have a good point on that, but, I mean, you can't look that far ahead. No, I guess you can't. I mean, hey, why not? I mean, right now, when you're getting no coverage – and you go to getting some, I can understand it. So I mean, they had I Tessa Blanchard this... as their champion. Yeah, and that and, two, and that and two dollars got you a coke. I didn't even think there was two dollars to be had on that deal, but I mean, but you had Sammy Callahan. Oh boy, boy! I tell you what, there Don't was some much bad, lower than that. Some bad booking decisions going on there for a while. But here, say what you want to about Sammy Callahan, having him lose the Impact title to a female, a female, let alone any female it ain't gonna help him none no well he was beyond help in my opinion i mean after I, he hit eddie edwards in the head with a baseball bat i was done with him well i mean it, the footage didn't exactly didn't look like he was out to clobber him or anything but i mean still whatever well I mean, that's that's old news there so i mean it is i don't uh, know you know what maybe it's just my bias due to kenny omega because i'm not the biggest fan maybe oh, that's i, I guarantee it's what it is I mean, this, is. this was big news when it happened. I mean, we were even trying to watch it. Yeah, I would have liked to have watched the pay-per-view. Nah, Couldn't the, find it. I don't know. The, the, the highlights I saw of the pay-per-view, and what we're talking about is uh, uh, Impact. Rebellion. TNA. It was Rebellion. Impact, Impact. Rebellion. Um, we were on the old trusty jailbroke. Shh. No, we weren't. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we weren't. Doesn't matter. Nobody was wanting to steal the thing anyway. <laughs> couldn't find it. I mean, couldn't find it. The anywhere. only pay per view event that was going on that nobody had. <laughs> I mean, uh, nobody was, found, found Joey Janela's spring break. Couldn't find impact. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, so uh, that's pretty much what's going on on that front. On the other front, WrestleMania is over with WWE. They're moving on past uh, WrestleMania. Of course, they got rep WrestleMania Whiplash coming up here. Backlash. Whiplash. Because I feel like there's only one WrestleMania. Why are you putting WrestleMania in another name? Here? Well, they shouldn't have done that. They should have just called it Backlash. Oh, Backlash. That's what they've called it for the last 20 years or so, you know? Just call it Backlash. Nah. But uh, WrestleMania had uh, some good moments. Uh, we were... We were right on some of our predictions. We were wrong yeah. on some of them, and we conveniently didn't bring those uh, with us so we could compare notes. <laughs> uh, but one thing I've noticed since WrestleMania, 
Rollins and Cesaro, that was one of the real big singles matches. Of, yeah, great, and it was a good match. Great match. Great match. Rollins uh, got spun around a little bit by Cesaro. Yeah, Cesaro broke out the UFO, a movie he doesn't do very often. and uh, He started but, to have nothing but swing moves. <laughs> well, there was a story behind that UFO. He had done it one time when he was in... Um, you know, obviously he did it when he was in the Indies, Ring of Honor, when he was Claudio Castanoli. Rob Naylor posted this on Twitter. Uh, he said, I took it to tape and showed it to Terry Taylor, who was an agent at the time, and said, Terry Taylor went to Cesaro and says, why don't you do this in your matches? Why are you not doing this move? <laughs> and Cesaro looked at him and said, hey, you got to save something for WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Right, so there you, go. there you go. And now it's being played constantly. Well, and you know what? When it happened, here's the thing. When it happened and we were watching, when it happened, I was like, man, that was pretty neat. Yeah. And I th I feel like I'd seen him do it before, but it was like one of those where he hadn't done it in a long time. Yeah, it was a move that was kind of forgotten about. And we popped. Oh, yeah. It absolutely. was great. But, man, that Friday night, the Friday night after uh, all of WrestleMania. Yeah. I bet you they showed that clip. It was the only clip. You know, they only showed steals from pay-per-view right after they were yeah. over. But they had the, the full-on motion there. And if they didn't play that 25 times. Well, there's a reason for that. Well, they're going to get him over as a big, big well, baby face. Well, you have to remember, look look at what happened this past week on, on Friday Night SmackDown. Mm. Daniel Bryan loses the win the belt or lose or leave town. That was it. Daniel Bryan loses. Daniel Bryan's no longer on SmackDown. Now, what, there's rumor about where he'll go. Again, nobody really knows that. Great match. It was fantastic. About a half, half hour match. Yeah, great it was match. Great, great presentation. Um, and at the end, who came out looking more sympathetic than even Daniel Bryan at the end of that? Cesaro. Cesaro, yeah. Cesaro is being made into the SmackDown top babyface. Finally. Finally. Whew, and, uh, took him long enough. But you know what? I you know I'm not gonna throw uh, no aspersions here because you know he, he we got the big pay per view the big whiplash coming up yeah so there are only a few matches announced for that we'll talk about that later on in our uh, upcoming preview of pay per views coming up and uh, big big cards to look out for but we yeah we've had a few uh, wrestlers uh, some active some not so active um, that have been uh, stricken with some illness here lately EC3 originally. Uh, I don't even remember the name they Derek had for him. Derek Bateman was his name. <laughs> the in. Wrestling Encyclopedia over Derek Bateman. <laughs> Sounds like a guy you'd be buying dinner for. Yeah, I mean, he was Derek <laughs> Bateman on NXT. He was Derek Bateman on NXT. He was teamed up with Maxine, if you remember her. Ah, uh, yes. And then uh, became Ethan Carter the Third in uh, TNA Impact. The and Dixie then, Carter, yeah, air or something. And then something kept like the that. EC3 moniker in WWE, and then brought him back as that. We were all mm. kind of surprised that he did that, but apparently he's been in, uh, hospitalized for a little while. Um, yeah, bad infection. He said on uh, Instagram, he said it was a bad infection that he had he had you know postponed doing anything about and uh, got out of control. Said he will heal. So uh, uh, you know. <laughs> Get well soon, definitely. If we're oh, yeah. EC3, that just kind of came out of nowhere. He even said, "If you know, please don't text. Just leave me alone." I, I don't know if it was man just... needs some time. And he's been in ROH now as yeah. EC3, and he's uh, at last he had a feud going with um, with Jay Briscoe. Yeah, they top had a, guy. About as top as you get over in ROH now. I can tell you that right now. Also, Mongo McMichaels, Steve Mongo McMichaels, he has ALS. Yeah, and there's a there's a video 
where he comes out and they show him and it's it's heartbreaking. Well, hopefully, um, hopefully, uh, you he's know. taking it with a you know a sense of pride though. Well, I, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised by that. I always liked uh, Mongo, even when he was doing um, commentary. Oh gosh, his ma- his matches. Ugh. His matches weren't the greatest. <laughs> That's a yeah. I'll but, agree. <laughs> but but you know, I mean there was no denying that, you know, this was a guy, you know, worked hard, done what he did. He, he, had charisma. he was a better football player than he was a wrestler. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, clearly. But I mean, this is a guy who Ric Flair loved him. Oh, all the horsemen loved him. They That's loved how he became him. a horseman. Yeah. That's so, why they rode him in as a horseman. So there you go. If that tells you anything, uh he had the personality. He had the the charisma. So Again, I mean, I hate to see anybody go through what Mongo's going through. So, uh, you know, keep fighting Mongo, and yeah, you know, hated, I, hated to hear that. And we know that, you know, years ago they had the ALS challenge, the water challenge, mm-hmm. so maybe that'll kick back up here, and maybe some more money will be going to, towards this disease. Yeah, well, I hope we can fight it. Uh, some good news for more wrestling. MLW is headed to Vice TV. As if we didn't have enough hours of, of pro wrestling a week. Yeah, <laughs> we'll really. Get another one. Uh, MLW, of course, is going to Vice TV. Now, I don't know if they're doing this on purpose about announcing a date here. Originally, it was just like, we're going to go to Vice, and then it was, uh, we're going to go to Vice, we're going to go to Vice this spring. and then uh, I've heard rumors that WWE is looking to buy MLW and kind of use it like Evolve. Why? Why? Just more programming yeah. for Peacock? Yeah, more programming, and they'll do the specials for MLW. And look, at, and if they buy MLW, look at the talent that they inherit there. Mm. Hammer, Alex Hammerstone, Jacob Fatu, a lot of really good talent on MLW. I've heard some rumors that there may be some returning stars headed back to MLW that we haven't heard from in a while. So, mm. again, very interesting stuff. And could be happening. And very interesting that Vice TV is really branching out like so many other networks well, are now. Dark Side of the Ring has they know they found a niche Vice has. Sure. With Dark Side of the Ring. And they said this is our highest program rating that we get. People that don't know what Vice TV is are finding it because of this show. And now we want to keep those people watching with an, a wrestling program. Well, and the best part about something like Dark Side of the Ring is first off, wrestling fans are going to love it. Oh, absolutely. Number two, they're doing some big names and medium names and little names. Yeah, they're they're covering they're talking about full it. spectrum. So that brings your and not fans just, in, and not you're not just so wrestling, fans. not just wrestling fans. My, I watch Dark Side of the Ring. I've watched every episode with my sister. Right, and that's what I'm talking about. And my sister does not like. Pro wrestling programs like this, programs like that Lost Treasures program that I we a, we a, watched a, that show too, and that we watched the biographies. So many people, yeah, we, so many people. Just because it is wrestling and people are familiar with that, uh, they're getting pulled in because of wrestling, but they're also getting pulled in because they're it, it's it's feeding another niche of, yeah. of a different kind of people. And the way these shows are put together, it's so well done. I know. Uh, the guys at Dark Side of the Ring do a great job. And then the Hidden Treasure show has been fun. There's only been a couple episodes of that. And I think they got a new one coming on tonight. Yep, tonight. And, and beyond and, tonight. After there's a biography right now going Macho on. Man, Macho Randy Man. Savage. And they'll so, have more of those. So uh, wrestling, getting back into the mainstream kind of here with all the big names of the past. Well, they've spent enough money to get it like this. So Ain't it. It, it's, only, it's not a surprise. But uh, go back to WWE, talking about spending money. Possibility. SummerSlam. 
maybe their next event with actual audiences. Yeah, there's there's talk of maybe Texas, maybe Arizona, somewhere where the restrictions are a little lighter. Maybe they can get a they've, – they've talked about doing two nights, maybe a stadium. Mm-hmm. We're not sure yet, but uh, we'll have to wait and see what they decide to do. Of course, that's all rumor, uh, so we'll see what they decide to do there. Now, on the other hand, you also have uh, you have the post-WrestleMania releases. You have a lot of post-WrestleMania releases. There's about 12 of them or so. Yeah, the big ones to me were the Iconics, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Yeah, it wasn't big to me at all. There was only one big and one. And Samoa Joe. And that was Samoa Joe. Uh, I like the Iconics, but they've split them up so long ago. And Billy Kay... She was entertaining. She and was her, still on the show, her, man. I don't know about still on the show. She now. was. <laughs> you might be exaggerating. I don't a think lot. I was. I think she was doing great. I was laughing at it, but I it was just, enjoying her her segments more than almost anything on Monday Night Raw. You know why I thought that she was so funny in those little spots because she had the resume looking for yeah, a partner. It was. You great. know why it was funny. You know why it was funny. I know 20 people just like that. Yeah, we all do. And that's why do. and that's why it resonated and apparently Kevin Dunn said he doesn't see her having a WWE career. Well, well, I don't uh, disagree with that, but Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe, man, talk about a main eventer who he is a main eventer. Now, yeah. whether or not WWE treated him like one or not, and they did. They, they like did. Spurts. I think Joe was just injury prone. And I think the concussion issue is a big deal in WWE now. And I think Joe wants to wrestle and WWE is not going to clear him. So when his contract was up, they said, okay, if you want to go wrestle, you can go. Joe apparently left on good terms from what I've read. Well, as, did, I... as did everybody but Tucker left on good terms, it seemed like. <laughs> Tucker burnt a bridge on his way out. Did he really? Oh, yeah. What he was posting on, on Twitter. He was like, I'm free at last. Thank goodness. I, oh, yes, I did see that. Yeah. You know, I have a Twitter. I need to start getting on that more. You really should. Twitter's interesting to keep up with stuff like this. Now, coming from the releases. Oh, uh, yeah. Mickey James, um, probably right up there with the uh, names that were uh, released. Um, Wasn't surprising she was released because you really hadn't seen her in a while, but well, still, she's a name that people know. She's definitely more important than the Iconics, but anyway, <laughs> that's just me. Um She's a little upset. Apparently, they sent her gear to her or, or whatever personal items she left. They sent them to her in a garbage bag. So we have Hefty Gate. Yeah. <laughs> Hefty Gate here. And apparently, whether he did or not, Mark Carano ended up following on a sword here. Or some well, sort. so apparently, no, apparently, nobody was too upset when Carano got fired. I've heard zero nice things about Mark Carano. Well, you've heard, well, what you have heard is for a while that people were talking about he wasn't going to be there much longer. Yeah, that, that to me, this, this firing of Carano kind of comes as a, uh, a good opportunity, and this was a reason mm. to get rid of him, as in they were kind of looking for a reason. Because, and his position, he would be the one responsible yeah, for, hey, so, what? and I understand that this is like standard practice. Yeah, this apparently is nothing new. First off, and I'm not taking up for Carano. I'm just saying, you know, what you 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 got fired, you got released. Why did you, why didn't you take your stuff with you? Well, apparently they keep a lot of it. WWE does in like different places, warehouses, wherever. All right, you answered that question. I Number mean, two, I, I believe that's fine. That's fine. My second question: Who cares if it gets sent to you in a garbage bag? Well, you would think a multi-billion-dollar company could afford a little bit better way to like send what? stuff. What do you what? 
Like what? <laughs> what, what? Well, Mickey said, uh, Stephanie McMahon said she was embarrassed by it, and she, Mickey should have been treated much better. and Should have been a silken pouch. Well, Mickey came back and said, it's okay, Stephanie, no need to apologize to me. This is just resembling of how I was used over the years. Well, sounds like she got some hurt feelings. So, Absolutely. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. Mark Carano's gone. They'll put somebody else in there, and then they'll be the next Again, in line. Again, I don't think Carano is the sole at fault <laughs> here. I think there were a lot of people above him that knew. Oh, and John Laurinaitis is gone now, too, right? Promoted. Oh, he got promoted. Yes. Because I heard that the uh, Jordan. Jason Jordan is yeah. the new head producer. So they moved uh, Laurinaitis. Laurinaitis is now back in charge of talent relations. Uh, okay, so I guess this was—I guess this is the end of what we had originally reported. That's finally finished up here. Because I was yeah. going to say, I thought that he was. So okay, never mind. We're we're cut we're caught up. There's there's always a delay in the, when a decision's made. Yeah, I mean, there's always a, a a trickle effect. Yeah. So okay, all right. Well, with that being said, Mickey James also said that. Uh, there's not going to be another all women pay per view. She says that the, apparently she uh, brought it up many times, and nobody was really all that into it. Uh, she was. She says she was told to just let it go because it's not happening. Not surprising from WWE. Hmm. Uh, again, I think you you want to wait on that until you can have fans back personally. I could agree on that. But I do think they need to do another one because I thought the first one was really good. The first one wasn't bad, but I think they need to look at maybe making that a a yearly event. I mean, yeah, I could see that. I mean, why not, really If you're going to do it, you might as well do it. I mean, they had a crowd there. I don't know. I don't I don't know if they broke even on the house when they did it. What was it? it was a good Buffalo, show. Albany, I, I, somewhere like that. Somewhere it. like that. It was a good show. I, wasn't that the uh, Charlotte uh, Becky Lynch last man standing match? I think it was. Great I match. think that was the big the big uh, main event. Match of the year candidate. So, yeah, I think they should do it again. Talking about main events. We'll uh, hit this up and then we'll uh We'll we'll wrap this segment up here of what's going on. Every major heavyweight champion of all the major promotions, yeah, they're all heels. Interesting, isn't it? So I've I've got my little notebook. I did. I took a few notes. Of course, Roman Reigns. He's at two hundred forty-five days today. Yeah, and uh, of course, his last uh, title defense was Friday. Yeah. So and we don't have him listed for a, a, a next. Oh, he will. Of course, he's going to. He'll be. But uh, Bobby Lashley, he's working at 62 days heel. Mm -hmm. He's going to be defending. uh, Triple threat. At Whiplash and a triple threat. We'll talk about that later. Backlash. I think it's Whiplash. I feel like we've been talking about WrestleMania for ever. (laughs) NXT, you got Karrion Cross, new NXT champion. He just defeated, uh, who was Finn Finn Balor? Balor. At the, the Stand Over and Deliver. Yeah, stand and deliver. Stand. Uh, we're looking at 151 days, AEW, Kenny Omega. And now he's also the AAA and the Impact Champion. Yep. 428 days today for Roosh and wow. ROH. A long run. 921 days for the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Mr. Nick Aldis. Yeah, and that's that's unprecedented. I wonder if he. I wonder if he put his wife Mickey James up. Oh yeah, racist stink with them. (laughs) He may have. (laughs) Maybe we get a little. 
So NXT UK, Walter, 758 days. That's that's crazy for a WWE champion to hold it that long in this era. The MLW champion, Jacob Fatu. Yeah. 666 days today. Wow. IWGP, Will Ospreay, he's he's new champion. He, mm-hmm. I think we actually reported it. We on did. The last we show. broke that. We broke that story really early on our last show. He's at 25 days. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> everyone's a heel. Yeah. Except for ASW. Well, you know. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about ASW in the next segment. We got Jimmy Hart, the mouth of the South, going to be on here, man. I'm excited. Yeah. Me too. Can't wait to do it. So, uh, We're going to be back right after this, and we're going to talk to the Mouth of the South Hall of Famer, Jimmy Hart. Social distancing slows the spread of coronavirus, so stay a minimum of six feet away from others and stay home if you can. More info at coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. When you shop Goodwill, you don't just bring home a vintage dress or cat lamp. You bring home so much good to your community, because everything you buy funds local job training and more. Goodwill. Bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. We will never fully understand what we've asked of our military service members or their families, asking them to put themselves in harm's way, to endure it all. But we do understand that it's our turn, our duty, to keep them secure for the rest of their lives. Wounded Warrior Project long-term support programs help our most severely ill or injured veterans live independently, at no cost, for life, so that they might stand at ease. Join us at findwwp.org. This is the Appalachian Dream, Casey King. I am the strongest man alive, and you are listening to the Worldview of Wrestling on WVOW Radio in Logan. Welcome back to the Worldview of Wrestling. And right now, on the phone, we have the one and only Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. Jimmy, are you with us? Hello, Jimmy Hart. Hey, buddy. Hey, there he is, Nathan. Yes, the Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart, joining us here on the Worldview of Wrestling. And Jimmy, big event coming up this Saturday, All-Star Wrestling in Madison. Not your first trip to Madison in the past. What's it like coming into West Virginia and seeing Gary Dameron and working with the All-Star Wrestling crew? Well, I love Gary. You know, we've been there several years where Gary's had some of the biggest names in wrestling there, from Jerry the King Lauder to Ricky the Dragon Steamboat to the, I think, years and years ago, even the Road Warriors, you know. But uh, he's kept wrestling alive down there. It's been great. Yeah, it really has been. And you've been involved in some great moments in All-Star Wrestling from singing your hits, uh, your big hit song, Keep On Dancing, that you had with the Gentries. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and uh, you even did a sing-off with American Idol Dirk Extreme, who you will be inducting into the ASW Hall of Fame this Saturday. Well, I think that's that's one of the reasons he got inducted, because they heard him sing and went, oh, my God, this guy's better than we thought he was. He's better in music than he is in wrestling. So I think uh, (laughs) that's when Gary decided to induct him in the the All-Star Wrestling Company. So it's going to be great. Uh, Jimmy, uh, you, you know Stone here, by the way. Uh, Jimmy, you're the original smack talker of wrestling. Uh, you, you, you're going to have that megaphone with you. You're going to be inducting uh, uh, Dirk uh, this weekend. You, you think you're going to be calling anybody out? You got anything lined up for us? 
Well, I'll definitely be bringing the megaphone that's been around the world, but there's so many great guys in wrestling, from Paulie, Paul Heyman, who is tremendous on the mic, my good friend Jimmy Cornette, who's great on the microphone, and there's just been some, from Paul Ellering on down, there's been so many great managers. I'm just happy to be announced in the top 20 or 30 managers out there. But, uh, you know, everything's great. You know, we're just uh, lucky to be rocking and rolling. We just had WrestleMania, of course, down here in Tampa, two days of that. I did uh, a couple of big autograph sessions over at Hogan's Beach Shop with him. He's got his brand-new bar going on. Hulk and I have known each other for over 40 years. We've still been friends. People say, Jimmy, how come you and Hulk are still friends after all these years? And I said, two reasons. I've always told him the truth, and I never borrowed money from him. (laughs) Well, Jimmy, I want to ask you this. Uh, You brought up WrestleMania and doing all those things. You're also involved quite heavily in the Hidden Treasure show on A&E and in the biography series. I mean, you have the Randy Savage uh, biography, which is coming up tonight as we're recording, and then the Hidden Treasure show. What was it like working with the company in that way and doing this kind of a little different than wrestling, a little outside the ring work? Well, you know, being with the WWE has been phenomenal. You know, what a break I had. I started in Memphis, Tennessee with Jerry the King Lawler, of course, and then one day I had the magic phone call from Vince McMahon, and I said, feet don't fail me now, baby, and I went to New York City and (laughs) stayed there for 10 WrestleManias. But, uh, you know, I got to be, you know, think about this. When you go into your office where you are now, you get to see the same people every day. When I go into our office, which was in the in the wrestling arena back in the day, over to my left, there was Andre the Giant playing cards. To my right, there was Jake the Snake Roberts with Damien. The mm. British Bulldogs feeding Matilda. You had the honky-tonk man tuning his guitar. You had Bobby Heenan telling jokes. Mr. Fuji playing tricks on everybody. Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik going over their match with the Nasty Boys, who I managed. And when they got in the ring, they forgot everything they talked about. <laughs> but, that's what it was like. that, but that's what it was like back in the, the biggest names ever in professional wrestling. And, you know, it's hard to kill a memory. So I still have all these great memories of just being with all these superstars and legends. So now... Who would ever think wrestling would be so big? Can you believe seven days a week almost you've got professional yeah. wrestling on TV, you know? And it's so great to still be a part of WWE. You know, we do uh, Raw on Monday nights and SmackDown on Friday nights, of course. But then when the opportunity came to do uh, the biographies, which uh, I just finished one with The Ultimate Warrior. I just finished one on the Bret Hart. And um, and the one, course, on Randy Savage, like will be tonight, of course. And then... Uh, Doing all the the Lost Treasure series has been great. You know, we did one at my house here. I did one for Jerry Lawler. Uh, just we've done three or four of those, so uh, they're going to play them from different times. But all that TV exposure is just great, and plus to see all the great memorabilia that a lot of the wrestlers have kept through the years. And you know what? That, that reminds me. Uh, I was going to ask you the the Lost Treasure show here on A and E. You know, they're going through finding all these. Uh, 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 forgotten treasures of pro wrestling whether it's a gear that was worn for specific matches or in your case the almighty megaphone how many megaphones you think you've had over the years you've had different ones made specifically for teams and for uh talent but you know that you carried but how many do you think you have and how many do you have left well, you know, when I was in Memphis, Tennessee, I used to carry a cane, but when I went to New York, Mr. Fuji had the cane up there. Right. So uh, Vince McMahon went to Japan, and one day he came to me at Poughkeepsie, New York, and said, this is going to be your new gimmick. So he gave me the megaphone. I said, can I paint it? He said, do whatever you want to with it. Right. And uh, so I was able to paint them up and carry them. We had a big trunk load for them because we used them so much on the road, and they would get broke from time to time. So we might have a, a case of Mr. Fuji's canes, Honky Tonk Man's guitars, and, of course, Jimmy Hart megaphones. But uh, through the years, we've had quite a bit, which I still carry some of the original ones with me, oh. which I'll have down in uh, in uh, West Virginia, of course, uh, on Saturday night, May the 8th, uh, when we do the big show down there. But uh, 
like I said before, I'm still be blessed to be doing this after 40 years, still going around the country meeting all the fans, and for WWE being so kind to me to keep me on TV off and on. You know, we still do the Legends shows once a year, and they bring Hulkster me in to do a lot of the stuff, and so I'm just so grateful. You know, it's just it, like I said, it's hard to kill a memory. Jimmy, let me ask you this, because this is wrestling folklore here. There's a debate going on out there of who came up with the Rock and Roll Express. Some people say it was well, you. Some people say it was Lawler. Well, Lawler can still beat me up. He can still throw a heck of a punch, so I'm going to give right. him credit. But here's the real story. <laughs> right. One day at TV, one day at TV, uh, Channel 5 TV, 30 minutes before we went on the air, Jerry called me into his office and said, Jimmy, he said, before we do TV, I want you to look at this video. We just teamed up Rick and Robert together. And he said, uh, I need a name for him for TV for today. And they were on the front of a um, uh, Rolls Royce. So I said, well, I look at the name. It says R.R. Rolls Royce. That's Rick and Robert. And back in that era, all a lot of the groups back then were called Express, the Buddy Miles Express, the Ohio Express. And so I said, what about the Rock and Roll Express? And Lauder goes, that's the worst name I've ever heard in my life, but we'll use it for today, but come up with something better. I said, okay. <laughs> Now, now, Lawler tells a different story, but that's the real story. But if Lawler says he came up with it, then give him credit for it. He's the king. By, by, by all means, give him the uh, right away on that. I understand that completely. Um, so coming up this Saturday, uh, May 8th, in Boone County at the Madison Civic Center, you're going to have Jimmy Hart, Jimmy the Mouth of the South Hart. He's going to be there along with uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. You got any stories on old Steamboat there? You know, just that what a great professional athlete he is and professional person, period. You know, uh, never any trouble, never any problems. Uh, I'm so happy that Honky Tonk and myself got to win the belt from him, and we became the Intercontinental Champion for over a year, the Honky Tonk man did. But I, we're looking forward to being back, but, but, but Gary's always been so professional. He's kept wrestling alive down there, and one day he needs to put himself into his own Hall of Fame. Jimmy, I got myself. I just have one more question. I'm going to kind of put you yes, on the sir. spot here. Okay. Uh, Hulk Hogan, I would assume, would be probably the top guy you managed over your years. Give me one more guy that maybe you had kind of a liking to or you meshed with that you really thought you did some of your best managerial work with outside of Hulk Hogan. Well, look, let, let me just say this, because i got to put everybody over, because if oh, I don't, of course, somebody of course. will get mad. But let me tell you, Jerry the King Lauder started me in Memphis, Tennessee, so everything to him, but... One of the greatest minds, my one of my best friends ever in this business, you know, to this day. And you'll see that tonight when you see the show that we did for the Lost Treasures. But uh, Jerry Lawler, Austin Idol, Handsome Jimmy Valiant, Coco Beware, Norvell Austin. Uh, that's just the, the just that's just the, the assassins, the Green Machine, uh, Dutch Mantel, the first family of professional wrestling in Memphis, Tennessee. And I'm leaving out a lot of them. Joe LaDuke, of course. But then when I went to New York. I had, well, I had Jim the Anvil Nightheart, of course, down in uh, Memphis, too. But when I got to New York, it was Jim the Anvil Nightheart, Brett the Hitman Heart, Earthquake, Typhoon, Dino Bravo, Adrian Adonis, Cherry Punk, Dory Funk. Oh, my God, Danny Davis, the wrestling referee. I had the honky-tonk man, Wayne Ferris, of course, in Memphis and in New York. Uh, the list just goes on and on and on and on. The Rougeau brothers. So I've just been blessed. Uh, and then winded up, of course, managing Ted DiBiase and Irwin R. Scheister. And then I turned on them to manage Hulk Hogan 
and, um, and Brutus the Barber Beefcake at WrestleMania 9. But uh, like I said, I've been so blessed. I have been so lucky my whole life to be connect with so many great superstars and so many great wrestlers. And like I said, for my name to be mentioned in the top 10 or 20 managers, like I said, I've always loved Jimmy Cornette's work and, and Paul Heyman's work and Mr. Fucci and Lou Albano and, and just Fred Blassie. Uh, Johnny Valiant, of course, and J.J. Dillon. The list just goes on and on and on and on. But I'm just looking forward to being there Saturday night with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Can't wait to see all the great fans. And like I said, it's just going to be a super evening. When you need them, your local volunteer fire department routinely answers the call. Whether it be a fire, traffic accident, or a cat stuck in a tree, there is always someone there for you. However, because of declines in memberships, departments are becoming understaffed and struggling. Here's how you can help your neighbors and your community. No matter what skills you may possess, you can make a difference. Your local volunteer fire department desperately needs your help. Can you direct traffic? Install a smoke alarm. Help at fundraisers. Your community needs you. You don't have to fight fire to be a volunteer. Will you make that difference? Will you answer the call? Brought to you by the National Volunteer Firefighter Recruitment Center, a program service of the Volunteer Firefighter Alliance. For more information on how you can help and make a difference, visit www.nvfrc.org. That's www.nvfrc.org. This is Headbanger Thrasher, one half of the most underrated tag team in the world today, the Headbangers. And you're listening to World View of Wrestling on WVOW Logan. Check it out. I'm Stone. And I'm Bush, and I love the Headbangers. He's over here just rocking out. Well, here, man, rock out. Yeah, I'd love that. I do. I've always been a big Headbanger fan. So thanks again, Headbanger Thrasher, for helping us out with those intros there, and to everybody that's done one for us. We appreciate you. Well, we're starting to get a lot, a lot, and a lot, and a lot more fans and friends here on the Worldview of Wrestling WVOW on WVOW Logan, Mister Bush. Yes, sir. So I, I know I probably cut you off a little bit there, but I don't know what you were going to say, so we're going to move on. I was going to say we'll see our friend Jimmy Hart this Saturday in Madison at the ASW 15-year anniversary, Night of the Dragon. I am so glad that you brought that up because that's exactly what I'd like to talk about. What's going on at this show? So we got ASW 15 years, man. Oh, man, I can't. I, it just seems like it was, you know, 10 yeah. years ago I was yeah. out here sweating. Mm-hmm. On the DMV parking lot, had the main event, Harry Smith, who the was the IWGP tag champion. Tag champion. He was in the Killer Elite Squad with uh, Lance Archer. He was also ASW champion. He was, and he defended against Davey Richards. Former, most recently former, uh, yep. ROH champion at yep. that time. Yep. And I'm he was, sitting uh, out there, the only guy inside the rope, and puddles of sweat in the ring. Yeah. ASW. Rick Steiner was there Rick at night. Rick Steiner was in the house that night. We had a very guy. demanding individual, Mr. Steiner. <laughs> very great. It was a great, great, great event, actually. That was the event that really sparked me into getting back into going to local wrestling shows. That was a Freedom Fest. Yeah, I used to go to the shows over here at uh, the Logan Fieldhouse with my dad. Mm. And then uh, we went to Josh, my buddy Josh and I went to uh, 
the show where it was the cage match between Rocky Rage and Shane Storm, Gangrel was there, and mm. I was hooked. And I've been, and I, I think I've missed maybe two shows since then. Gary Dammer and ASW, they bring in some fine, fine shows. Not just in Boone County. It's been a while since it's been in Boone County. Yeah, we're going home, man. We're going, going back to Madison. We've been all over Gilbert, Hearts, Winfield. And I want to thank all the, you know, on Gary's behalf, if he'll, uh, if he'll humor me here. Thanks to everybody that came out to all those shows. I mean, man, the Hearts crowds were great. I mean, it felt like old school wrestling again. <laughs> That's how the crowds felt. And, and the Winfield crowds and all the, the drive-in shows, everything was great. But let's get down to it this Saturday, Madison, West Virginia, brought to you by the people that bring you this show, New Taylor and Associates, Attorneys at Law. Great card on hand, seven matches. Ricky Steamboat will be there. Jimmy Hart will be there. You yeah, heard just, him talking about it. Just heard from him a little while yeah, ago. We'll and probably so, hear some more from him later on. Oh, yeah, all the time. But gonna kick the show's going to be jam-packed. We're going to have the third annual Woody Numbers Memorial 20-Man Battle Royal there. Looking forward to that. That's a big honor to be in that match. Woody, was a uh, he's an ASW Hall of Famer, uh, passed away a few years ago, and this is our way of honoring him. His family will be in attendance. There will be a trophy given to the winner. Now, we have some other people who are being inducted into the All-Star Wrestling yes. Hall of Fame uh, right here in Southern West yes. Virginia. Uh, Dirk Jimmy Extreme. Hart's coming for Dirk. And, yeah. uh, who, Steph who Leopard will be there, and Steph she's getting Leopard. inducted. Sure, she'll be classy as uh, usual. Oh, yes. And also uh, Matt Houston from the Mid-Atlantic Outlaws will be getting inducted as well. And so they're all going to be there. They will all be there. There will be more throughout the year. We're going to do both classes in uh, throughout the year. So, But those three are, are going to be at the anniversary show. Now, I know we got an ASW Tag Team title match coming up this saturday yes but we also have uh another match to determine who's the number one contender yeah and this is eight guys in a one fall fatal four-way tag team match uh, uh. the team of hashtag sro shane storm who was the first ever asw grand slam champion held every belt on the show except for the boone county title and noah ray his uh young protege slash house that he has around with him. No worries, a huge guy. They'll be taking on Riley Rose and Percy Drew. They'll be taking on now. Uh, these two young men are from the House of Rage Wrestling Academy. Sean Baker and Steel. And these are two young men. Uh, Baker making his debut in ASW, but I've seen him before. Hard hitting, and he loves to get hurt. Mm. He's one of those guys, so watch mm. out for him. And the team of Paul Parazzi, Jeff Paul and Paparazzi. And they're most famous recently. Jeff Paul had a great I Quit match with Ron Mathis and Hearts that just, man, they were everywhere. So it's a it's a four-way tag team around the world for the number one contender. Yep, one fall to a finish. So it's going to be fun. Now, you were talking about the ASW, uh, count, the ASW Boone County title. Yes. Uh, that, that, that strap's going to be on the line, too. Yes, we just crowned a new champion, Jack Ram Lethal. Uh, he defeated Aaron West in our Hearts event. They're having a rematch. At this event, they had a great match last time. Looked like Aaron West had it won. Ram Lethal pulled out the victory, though, for the Legion. Hmm. So, Jack Ram Lethal defends the Boone County title. Now, we have more title matches coming up, but we have uh, we have a uh, an interpromotional match, I guess, here, right? We have uh, Impact way, yeah. Wrestling sending somebody over. Yeah, Caleb with a K is coming down. <laughs> We were just talking earlier. Boy, you you horse, you sound like yes. you've been 
calling MMA fights. I, I do that. apologize for my voice. My <laughs> voice is shot today. So if you hear coughing, that's me. I yeah. apologize. Well, we all know. But uh, Caleb but with it, a K, yeah, from Impact <laughs> Wrestling. He's coming down. I was just talking about earlier how I didn't like the cuh Yeah, the names. names, yeah. And you got Caleb with a K. So. Yep, and he'll be taking on David Anthony, who had a huge win at our last event against Landon Hell. This is going to be a technical masterpiece between these two looking forward to that now back to the title matches we have the uh, x division title on the line yeah uh, with champions are uh, sro sro seth martin is seth the champion. martin yes he represents hashtag sro He'll how be- many people are in sr uh three. sro three is it just the three of them yes okay because uh, all right I th- all right <laughs> I thought that we had more of these. There guys were, there were, but things have changed. So Seth <laughs> Martin been a while is since the I've ex- been out. It has apparently. You need to come out Saturday. This is uh, SRO Seth Martin taking on uh, one member of the Ugly Ducklings, Rob Killjoy, and uh, I'm putting it here. Big, uh, big thing here. This match could steal the show. Oh, you think? Very well could. I mean, there's no stipulations of these matches nope. other than the four-way. Other, no, and there's, there's Now, no. we do have the ASW tag team titles are going to be on the outline. Yeats of Rage, Rocky Rage, and Huff Manley are going to be taking on Dustin Alexander and Blazing Eagle. Yes, and they'll have Nicolia at ringside with them as well. This is a rematch from our Hearts event. Yeah. Where... Now I understand that this did still show the last <laughs> event. It, it pretty much did. This match could still the show again. A fantastic wrestling match these teams had, and it was so good, so nice, we're going to do it twice. So it, it, it could have went either way. Dustin Alexander and Blazing Eagle are trying to come up with a team name. I'm still trying to get them to call themselves the Spine Busters, mm. kind of like the Brain Busters, but uh, they're not taking it now. And uh, the main event, mm. ASW heavyweight title on the line, champion Ron Mathis, who will now be champion, I think, uh, over a year now he's been champion. I was going to say, it's been about a year. Yeah, over a year Ron Mathis has been champion. He'll be taking on Gory for the ASW heavyweight title. Gory. Now, that's uh, that formerly, formerly Jason? Jason Gory. Now, man, that guy's flipped. Yeah. He, uh, he, <laughs> he yeah, they're... There ain't no story to it. He's just got problems. Well, I mean, if you've met Ron Mathis, you know he's probably got some as well. But I both are. Not, I've not had the pleasure. Well, you should meet pure trash Ron Mathis sometime. <laughs> he's a great guy. Yes, again, it sounds like somebody would be fun at a, at a kegger. Oh, I guarantee it. Guarantee it. But now. yeah, this will be a great event. And again, come out. Uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat will be signing autographs as soon as doors open. Jimmy Hart will be there hanging out with us. And uh, can't really wait for that. And again, this is brought to you. By New Law Office, New Taylor and Associates. And also I want to remind you, New Taylor and Associates. Personal injury, workplace accidents, wrongful death, you're why they do what they do. Job discrimination, defective products, unfair practices, you're why they do what they do. The, the world is full of people that won't give you a second thought. New Taylor and Associates do what they do because of you. <laughs> You can arrange an initial consultation to discuss your case by contacting New Law and Associates today. New Law Taylor Associates today, 304-362-7345, or you can call toll-free 1-800-208-9169 or online at newtaylorlaw.com. 
Sorry about that. I took the wrong line there. It's all right. But we, we have, made it work. We have never done a live read for this and done it smoothly. <laughs> it is, they're New Taylor and Associates. They're great sponsors here on this program and for All-Star Wrestling. Support them because they support wrestling. They are absolutely. They support wrestling. And uh, the, I'm sure Mr. Uh, New... Uh, Stephen P. He will Moon. actually be hosting a commissioner's corner. I was going to say he's, he's going to be there. Who's his guest? Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. We'll, we'll get an interview with Ricky Steamboat. Uh, really, at the, one of the top of the show, probably to kick the show off. We're going right. to talk to Ricky Steamboat. All right, I'm calling it now. I think Jimmy Hart. I think he's bringing some backup, <laughs> and I think he he and Hulk Hogan are going to just stomp. Uh, uh, Ricky the Dragon down, and then he's going to do the leg drop, and he's going to pose, and a helicopter is going to land out front, kind of like you remember the monster truck that he used to have, except that's a helicopter now, and uh, and the butcher is going, <laughs> he's going to be flying. The butcher. I don't know where I the go. Zodiac. Well, <laughs> so anyway, we got a big show coming up this Saturday again. Bell time, seven o'clock. ASW, 15th anniversary, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, and Jimmy Hart. Definitely Jimmy Hart's going to be there. I might have just went off the deep end there. Yeah, so, you think? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, now that's the, the big show for ASW. We have yeah. some other big shows coming up here soon. Uh, two weeks. Two weeks from today, you're going to have WrestleMania Backlash. I think they should have called it Whiplash. That would be a good name for a pay-per-view. I think they should have called it just backlash. Drop the WrestleMania. WrestleMania actually, happened. Actually, I think just backlash. <laughs> Literally the term just backlash. <laughs> I'm digging it. Well, they only have just two matches announced for it. Yeah, they're slow they're slow burning this one. They've had over a month to put this together and we've only got two matches ready. We got the uh, WWE SmackDown Women's <laughs> Championship. Uh, Bianca Belair really going to uh, defend this for the first time against, and she's going to, it's a rematch here. No, it's not Bailey. <laughs> Ding dong. Hello. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, anyway, Bailey, uh, is challenging Bianca Belair for the, for the title. And so I, I mean, Bianca's, I think she's going to have this for a while. Yeah, I don't see them giving her the big win in a main event match to have her drop it to Bailey this quick. I mean, I love some Bailey now. Sure. But I don't see it happening just yet. This is a program they could run all the way till the summer, though, if they wanted to. Bailey's just that good. Now, we were talking earlier about the triple threat for the WWE Championship. Bobby Lashley is defending that title against Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman. Yeah, <laughs> triple threat matches, man. Uh, you ever hear of Overkill WWE? <laughs> I think they're doing they a little do too a, much. Quite a few of them, don't they? They're yeah, lately, and it's 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 kind of weird because it used to be you didn't see them that often, and they were kind of mm. you're excited. Now I see them, and I'm like, mm, there's a lot of them. Now. They are, mm. but it could be it should be a good match. Look for Lashley to retain. Now, um, coming up uh, this Wednesday on A and E. Dynamite. We got the Blood and Guts show here. This this was a match, and it's coming on this Wednesday on TNT. You, this is a match that's been a year in the making. Here, they were going to do this a year ago. The Blood and Guts match. What, what, what have they? They really weren't too clear about what it was well, last time. I'll tell you this: if you click Blood and Guts on uh, on Wikipedia, yeah, it takes you to War Games. So if that tells you anything. Okay, so they're going to have a War Games style match. Style match. Well, it's going to be a War Games match. I, I imagine they're going to have the roof on it. 
WWE's most recent uh, incarnations here have not. I like WWE's War Games matches. I like it without the roof. I'm I, I think it. it gives them a little more room to deal with, and I like that the, it can have a pinfall. But, again, uh, this is a, a match that they're doing the blow-off before they do anything else in this <laughs> match. It's almost like we're having this match, and we're going to have it now. Yeah, the but inner circle I'm looking and forward the to pinnacle. Seeing it. The pinnacle. Yeah, the pinnacle was just formed, like, three weeks ago, that and now was, we're in the, the War Games. They wanted to throw sort of a swerve at the fans because they just figured that you know, MJF uh, was just going to take over the inner circle. Which that is not swerve what actually worked pretty well, I thought. The only problem is we've gotten to this match way too fast. Well, and it should be a pay per view match. Come on, I think they're just wanting to. They're just. They're just I mean, it's been a year. We've been talking about the build, this is, the this match. Isn't the original match. No, that's what I mean. It's <laughs> the build. Like, it's been a year since they had the concept of the match, mm. but it's been a three week build to get to the match. You got to have a bigger build than this, in my opinion. I'm gonna watch. Don't get me wrong. Well, I don't know. If so I guess it, they don't really care. But I mean, obviously, Chris Jericho and MJF—they're both leading. I mean, that's the root story here. It's the root story, but so I mean, it's you a just bit literally form this group. Well, the other day, yeah, I could see that too. You you want to you want to you know? give the group a you want to give them some chances here to have Frankenstein's got to kill a few monsters before people can be afraid of him. <laughs> yes, yes. Cresty the Clown's got to have uh, you know a few decades under his belt there before he's go. the Johnny Carson. Exactly. I understand. I understand. I got you, uh, Kenny Omega. And um, Nakazawa, Nak- oh, is that Lord. the is that the old guy? Yeah, that's Crisco boy. Okay, they're going to be taking on John Moxley and Eddie Kingston in a big tag team. And I hope Eddie Kingston too. just destroys Nakazawa, please oh. for me. That's pretty much, you know, it's pretty much all I'm. It's pretty much all I'm interested in talking about with AEW this Wednesday. Let's go on to one of my favorite and a lot of people's favorite portion of the show. This This day day in wrestling history. history. Well, this day in wrestling history, 57 years ago in 1964, Mad Dog Vachon, Maurice Mad Dog Vachon, picked up his first AWA heavyweight title from Vern Gagne. Man, 57 years ago. (laughs) Yeah, and Maurice still had both legs. He lost his leg in a, uh, I believe he was jogging, got hit by a car and lost his leg. This, this day, day in wrestling history. history. 1982, 39 years ago, Buzz Sawyer defeated Tommy Rich for the Georgia National Heavyweight title in Atlanta, Georgia. Now, this ended uh, Rich's third title reign. Yeah, and this is a big one for people around here. They love Tommy Wildfire Rich. Oh, indeed they do. And do they diddly do. And, and another thing is that was a big thing here. Everybody always, I always wondered why everybody in... West Virginia loved Georgia championship wrestling. Found out Georgia had the Northern Territory and would come up here and send their guys around. So when people oh, yeah. watch TV, they were getting the Georgia championship wrestling TV program. So I a lot, yeah, a lot of times, a lot of times, a, a lot of guys came through, especially in the early '80s, mm-hmm. to the Fieldhouse. So there, you had people like Rowdy Roddy Piper yeah. and and, and uh, other other different characters yeah. that would later be on Saturday morning cartoons. What? Yeah, three years, years later, two, three years later. Yeah. So a lot of people think that they were here for that, but they were actually here for Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. This, this day, day in wrestling history. history. Well, in 1983, 38 years ago, Tony Atlas beat NWA world champion, Ric Flair via disqualification at a Georgia championship wrestling event. 
And uh, you say, well, why did you include this? The title didn't change hands. I say, because this event happened in Beckley, West Virginia. And not only that, but anytime Ric Flair, Ric Flair, he, he lost a lot. Yeah, but, but he, he always would lose by some kind of schmoz. He always lost. If, if it was just a, a title match, say in Beckley, it wouldn't be nothing for him to just outright win, but he lost by disqualification, so he, he gets to keep the belt. But, you know... He only won when it counted. That was when he was either winning the belt or when he was keeping the belt. So. Exactly. This, this day, day in wrestling history. history. 49 years ago, 1972, a star was born. Me? No. Oh, I'm, I'm not 49, so it makes sense. It was, when is not your birthday tomorrow, <laughs> so it makes even more sense. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, 72 years ago today and a lot of people are really taking issue uh, or excuse me 49 years ago today 72 was the year excuse me you said that wrong i did i did it we're live can't you tell well yeah i guess so this This day day in wrestling wrestling history history. and finally 16 years ago today on an episode of monday night raw in boston massachusetts general manager eric bischoff announced the gold rush tournament to determine a number one contender for the the world title held by Batista. And this gave birth to one of the best Monday Night Raw matches of all time. Mm -hmm. Shawn Michaels beating the Intercontinental Champion Shelton Benjamin, who jumped three-quarters of the way across the ring and ate a super kick from Shawn Michaels. And it was one of the best Mm. raw wrestling matches you'll ever watch i remember that live watching that live when it happened Um, i remember jumping out of my seat when it happened this was uh during batista's first run yeah as world champion he had defeated Mm -hmm. uh this is uh, coming off the big triple h evolution breakup yeah this was after mania 2023 i think it was like no 22 excuse me 22 yeah 22 no 21 21. yeah 21. 21 i'm sorry but uh, I, I, and who ended up getting the belt? Um, I wanted to say like Kali got it or something, wasn't it? I don't remember. I remember this match. That's what I remember. I think Triple H ended up winning the tournament. Let me see here. Who did yeah. he ended up winning the tournament? I think so. But again, I don't know for a fact. Well, you know what? We have the benefit of a couple of minutes and some technology here. Well, I've got a couple of, I've got a couple of uh, spots here to play. So let's uh, figure that out and we'll be right back after this. Clay's Cleaning Service has a spotless reputation. Take care of the windows. Hello, this is Clay. But his business operations could use a light dusting. I had you scheduled for next week. I'll just check here. No, absolutely. We will be there tomorrow. Indeed can help him hire the people he needs. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Dr. Baker, an ER physician. If you're having leg pain, swelling, or redness, but haven't talked to your doctor yet, don't wait. This could be deep vein thrombosis, a blood clot which could travel to your lungs and lead to a pulmonary embolism, which could cause chest pain or discomfort or difficulty breathing and be deadly. Your symptoms could mean something serious, so don't wait. Talk to a doctor right away by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Professional. 
professional wrestling's back, baby. ASW's All-Star Wrestling, 15th anniversary show at the Madison Civic Center, right here in Madison, West Virginia. Seven big wrestling matches with special guests Ricky the Dragon, Steemo, and me, the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. Bell time, 7 p.m. Doors open at 5.30 p.m. Join us this Saturday, May the 8th, for All-Star Wrestling. That's right at the Madison Civic Center. Wait, he just got off. He must have went around a bit. He must have. But uh, it was oh. Edge. Edge won the uh, oh, okay. yes. Edge won the match there. Uh, won the tournament. He beat Kane in the finals, and then I think he fought Batista on Raw for the championship. And uh, that was all she wrote there. Well, very well, and that's all we write here. I'm Mr. Stone, and I'm Mr. Bush. And again, I want to thank the New Taylor and Associates again for bringing you the worldview of wrestling. Oh, hello. I want to thank New Taylor and Associates for bringing you the worldview of wrestling this week. And uh, we hope to see you at ASW's 15-year anniversary this Saturday. Tickets on sale at Mike's Tire. Pick them up now. Night of the Dragon. We'll see you next time on the worldview of wrestling. I'm going to watch Biography tonight. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Out of here.